Everybody's gonna pay Cause the million dollar man Always gets his way <laughs> Oh, that's right ladies and gentlemen It's a breaking kayfabe And that's right It's one, it's two We're counters cause we're bankers You're getting the tag team of wealth and asset, baby. It's me, Poot the Bard, and Mr. Tiger Bomb Tom himself. Tom, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. It it's been it's been a weird it's been a weird week. A lot of flux in work and a lot of like you know, uh, just odds and ends. Like it, a lot of busy stuff. I got a busy ass weekend coming up. I don't have any gigs, so we're not talking about gigs. I don't have any gigs, but um, and I know. That the meme, you know, here on on the Pittsburgh Pile Driver podcast is that Poot lives in the middle of nowhere and Clearfield sucks. But um, I you don't, don't say. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> say. I don't. I, I, I'll be visiting the middle of nowhere soon. You I'm are. You're, you're going to be up here in what about like a week and a half or something like that. Uh, what is, is it a week it? and That's a half? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah about like, two weeks. So, yeah. So not not next weekend, the weekend after. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you're gonna be visiting for a gig. He's gonna, Tom's gonna be coming up here to see me uh, play all the meanly me's and the woodly woos on guitar. Um, oh my god, Tom! Tom, please, for the love of God, bring the strong bad mask. I will wear it. For I will for try to remember. You I'll absolutely try to remember. You absolutely should. But uh, yeah, Tom and. His uh, his lovely girlfriend Andy are going to be coming up and uh, rocking out with me uh, with Hellbent. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. And the, the truck door comes in the night. <laughs> oh God! Discord was like, "Nope, we're not getting that high note." Uh, <laughs> At least it's on the recording. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, <laughs> it's really not. The um, uh, and also the other thing is too. I I googled about my drop offs with Discord. And yeah. I, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if I huh. need to update my sound cards like firmware or something. I don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe it is just my fucking internet, which we were talking about, which, you know, that that's a that's a whole nother conversation. But the, the digressing back to this weekend, one of the cool things that happens around here is there's a lot of people who are trying to like do neat shit in this area. And one of the things is called the Upstage Music Fest. And like it's happened. This is the third year for it. The first year my uh, hellbent played on it and we did the second year as well the first oh, that's year right. was, yeah i remember that yeah okay. it was a one day thing the first year it was it literally started at like nine in the morning and went until fucking 2 a.m it was awesome um and then uh last year they split it into two days and it was indoors um and it was it was cool there were two stages set up so while one band was playing the next band could be setting up so then it was just bands done next band band done's next next band and they did one day was like cover bands and rock bands metal like more you know like various types of music throughout the day and then the second day was all hardcore it was all hardcore uh this year they're going all hardcore both days Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But 
uh, being part of our revitalization corporation here in town, I'm a board member on there. We got asked to uh, sell beer at the at the thing. And so I got my ramp certification. So I'm now oh, I'm not only a notary public, but I'm also ramp certified. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm just racking up the fucking certificate, goofy fucking certifications. Um, You're like legally allowed to to sell to sell the beer uh, to somebody and leave it in their will. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, um, I'm actually pushing. Um, I'm as a notary public. Uh, if I operated of my own, I could do things like vehicle title transfers, and I could also do um, uh, marriages. I could like notarize marriage marriage uh, certificates and such. But at the bank, I'm we're, not allowed. To, what? I was like, we're we're definitely we're we're going to be talking about that. Trust you, me. But, uh, but I'm I'm operating out of the bank, and the bank doesn't allow those two things uh. Uh, because I'm operating on behalf of the bank. But my my notary comes with me if I left the bank. So if I left mm. the bank, then I'd be free to notarize those things. And I love that idea. And I keep pushing for the bank to let us marry people, but they have to get married at main office. Like, oh yes, yeah, I'm I'm not doing that. I I, I was I was thinking about that. How we, but you know what? I'll just say it because it's yeah. not, I mean it's not a big secret. And, and honestly, if if Andy walks down while I'm in the middle of talking about this, it's not a it's not a big surprise. We've talked about it. It's not a matter of if it's when. Yeah. Um, when when we decide to get married, I think um we talked about it. I don't think we're gonna do like a crazy big ceremony or anything like that. Um. We're just going to probably like JP it up and then, you know, do like some sort of fun reception. Because let's let's be honest, the reception is really like what it's all about. Like the wedding ceremony is nice. It's nice to have a nice ceremony, but everybody remembers for the most part, the reception. So, oh, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, well, that's how it was for the for. <coughs> and yeah, I'm going to humble brag for wedding number 15. I was in. Um, there you go. I um. Uh, that's what it was. The ceremony took all the 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then the reception was ad infinitum. I mean, um, the, the reception, the reception is usually the, the more expensive of the two things. If I'm, if I'm had to take a guess anyways. Oh, for sure. But, <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a matter, it's a matter of when, and I, and I've thought about that before. I'm like, if we didn't, uh, if we didn't do a JP, I'm like, I wonder if I have a friend that would, you know, if I if I had any friends that either would be or would be willing to get ordained or whatever, because I know one of those a guy. things. Yeah, I know a guy. You? No, not me. No. Listen. <laughs> oh, okay. D- despite my 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 streak of heathenism right now, I am still <laughs> Roman Catholic at heart, and I would f- that there's a lot of things that I like. Go okay. It's the modern day. We need to be pragmatic about the world and and everything like that. However. It would feel weird. It would feel weird getting ordained. It would in, okay. in like another thing. Like it would feel odd. Um, well, because you know. that's the thing. Like, like we're like we're not religious at all. So, like, oh, yeah. I mean, so it's like, uh, it, it's more so of a. That's why we're like got no problem doing a JP. Like, we're not we're not gonna go through a whole church and all the the stuff that comes along with doing that. And I'm like, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. Right. So, um, but anyways, I, I digress. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, but, but anyway, <clears throat> so we're, we're slinging 
we're we're slinging beers, and I work nine to six on Friday. Then I go straight notarized, over uh, notarized what? beers, notarized beers. yeah, notarizing those beers. But uh, <laughs> because I'm ramp certified, um, I'm I'm working till six, and then I have to go straight on over to the um the fest mm-hmm. and um serve beers from six to nine. Then I gotta go. Um, then I gotta go. I gotta go into work on Saturday. Then after on Saturday, because I'm a fucking moron, I signed up from 3 p.m. until midnight. <laughs> oh no! Because I'm a fucking goof, and I well, there goes what there goes your Saturday and most of your Sunday too. Well, no, and then that's the thing is like I like being the person who's got one of the people who's going to be ramp certified. Well, and obviously just to be responsible and a good member of the community and serving alcohol, you can't drink while you're serving booze. Um, uh, So that's the thing I get done at midnight and then I go to bed, wake up the next day, and then I got to go drop a guitar off, come back, and then I'll be like, cool. My weekend was effectively six hours. Neat. Because I'm a fucking moron. Um, (laughs) But I like doing stuff motherfucking moron i i might see if i can cajole the people i'm working with to be like look i'm not the only ramp certified person here please can i go take a break like can i go like go for like an hour and just get something yeah. to eat and like get away from hardcore music because fuck me it's gonna be so loud and ridiculous but anyway but but, but, but like that's that's gonna be my weekend whatever whatever the, you know uh, i don't know yeah I think I think my weekend uh, is is going to be like a typical dad suburbia stuff going on here. Um, hey Jim, <laughs> so, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm one <laughs> white pair of kids away from being the fucking Fuck. like, atypical suburban dad. Fucking okay? be Just, careful with that kids reference, man. Jesus. Okay, Oof. one pair of white New Balances. Whatever. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> And everyone I, knows. I, I, everyone knows the exact pair he's talking about. I, I feel. I feel like uh, it, it's. It's. Uh, I, I brought up Keds because. Ooh, chocolate pudding. Never mind. Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> what the fuck? Keds <laughs> <laughs> oh, juice, chocolate pudding, fire truck. What can get, game can are I we get playing? A Pepsi while we're at it, please. Thank oh. you, Bear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she... <laughs> Andy Where's my chocolate, chocolate pudding, Andy? It's it's going in my fucking tummy. That's where it's going. <laughs> oh well, my fucking balls are going in your tummy. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> I, I. It was it was it wasn't. That, there's a joke there somewhere. Fucking he asked whatever. he asked where his chocolate pudding was. I said it's going in my tummy. Yeah, it is. Anyways, sons of bitches. <laughs> that's that is the truest of breaking kayfabe. Start talking about uh you know how I'm one white pair of tennis shoes away from total dad suburbia. Ooh, chocolate pudding. Um. So, so before we started recording here, I was, I was up at Lowe's shopping around for, for a fucking new garden hose faucet and could not find for the life of me, the thing that I wanted or needed. So I had to try to make the most out of it with a combination of things and hopefully it works. Um, (laughs) I, 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 again, I, I really have hit like that full on like dad adult mode stuff like the like over this last couple of days um, when it when it wasn't raining. And like, so I think I started on the I think I started with it on the weekend a little bit. Yeah, um, started like uh, uh, 
wire brushing down uh, with a drill, mind you. Not, not. I'm not sitting there with like a fucking like toothbrush size wire brush because fuck that. But, um, wire brushing uh the uh, our outside patio furniture that was like rusted and stuff, so I could spray paint it a new color uh, because it needed it. Now it looks better, so that's like you know one thing there. And, uh, and then, and then it was a matter of the hose. I'm like, yeah, that thing is like, we were having problems with it leaking. And then I'm just seeing, I'm like, well, it's turned off and it's still got a slow leak. I'm fixing that. So getting that thing, getting the stupid faucet off in the first place. Holy fuck. Thank God for WD 40. That's all I can say. Like if I didn't have that, it, that thing would have still been on there. I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> like we're just. We're just going to deal with it. The, the, it's just going to leak. The joys of being a fucking homeowner. It, it is. There, there are times where there are times when it sucks because if something goes wrong, it's essentially on you because home warranties are a fucking joke. And let me, let me just put that out there for like Uh-oh. any, any new homeowners. Home warranties are a fucking joke. They're so, pointless. They're useless. They're a fucking money trap. Don't do it. So, Enlighten this is this, enlighten this message the, has been brought this message brought to you by the tag team of wealth and assets enlighten enlighten me <laughs> as someone who who has a well what are we gonna say that's uh, bathrooms half a room that's kind of like a qu- three quarters of a room ah fuck it we'll say I'm gonna include a four bedroom apart or a four room apartment above a dead restaurant who rents enlighten me. Yeah. If if they're fucking useless, how much extra did you pay for that some bitch? Um. So I want to say like the the home warranty it wasn't like tacked on the mortgage or anything like that. It was its own. It, it's like its own separate thing. Okay. You pay you pay for it like for the year or something like that. Um, I forget how much it was that we paid. Like it, home it insu- like-, like homeowners insurance. No, 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 not homeowner's insurance. That no, we definitely still have that. No, this is a a home warranty. So like say if your hot water tank fucking shits the bed. Um that within like up to it it covers repairs and stuff for up to a certain amount on hot, different thing. If your hot water shits the bed, go fuck yourself. Anyway. Pretty much. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no. It, so, like, they would have paid to have the hot water tank basically replaced or whatever, as long as you have that that warranty, uh, that that home warranty or whatever sure. it is. Um, unless, like, in our <sighs> case, when we moved in, we knew the hot water tank was leaking. Would that would you know we it came up on the on the the uh, the inspection before we bought the house, and. Um, so we knew that was going to get replaced and we thought the home warranty would cover it. And it didn't because it was a quote unquote pre-existing condition. So fuck us. I, right? I mean, dude, listen, I, I, I love you. I'm, you know, I, I have your back, but like you did know about it. Well, that's the thing. Like, like it, it was like, yeah, I, I thought because I thought maybe the, um, the previous owner, he basically paid for as part of the closing costs and stuff. He paid for the first year for us to have this home warranty because oh. he did not want to like replace all this stuff. Like, like, like I told you earlier this year, we got our furnace and air conditioner replaced. They were old. They were going to need it. 
you know, it could, it was one of those things like it's like it works now, but you know, at some point we're gonna want to replace it because it's old. Sure. Um, you know, and that and that's fine. Like I, you know, we came into that knowing that we got a you know a good price on the house and stuff like that. And it and on, I mean, you've been here. Like it works out for what we need. It's it's literally perfect yeah. for what we need. It's not too big. We're not crowded on one top another. But yeah, that it was uh <clears throat> it was one of those things. It was a you know kind of the compromise. And unfortunately we didn't realize that <clears throat> excuse me, that the home warranty was gonna be like, oh no, pre existing condition. And then like everything else that like other things that came up, like something with the furnace or whatever, um, where it was not a pre existing condition they fucking weren't going to cover it or whatever, or they were very vague about like what they would cover. And it was, it was left enough. They left enough room so that like, it was one of those things that give you enough rope to hang yourself pretty much. And it it was like, and regardless, like you pay for this warranty, they're supposed to, you know, cover up this, you know, a certain amount on different things, whether it's the plumbing or the electricity or whatever, this, that, Um, but every time you make a service call to them just to get somebody come to come out to you is like a hundred dollar service charge. Yuck. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, fuck this. Like if we're going to have to pay a hundred bucks for a service charge, just to have somebody come out and then for them to turn around and say, Oh, the home warranty isn't going to cover this. So you're still going to have to pay for it out of pocket anyways. Well, now I'm also out an extra hundred bucks. I could have saved by just not having this fucking home warranty and just calling somebody to come out and do an estimate or whatever, which they probably would have just given you a free estimate anyways. Cause I, most places usually do. They'll come out, give you an estimate. Then you decide if you want to go with that or not. Sure. But yeah. So we definitely opted not to continue with that. It's, it was just, it was just more of a headache than what it was worth for for the times that for the times that we used it versus like the times it was actually effective it was it, it was not a good ratio so there's there's my welcome to my fucking ted talk on home warranties don't fucking do it the end <laughs> no, there you go so for anyone out there who's looking to buy a house which would be <laughs> that's the funniest joke that we've told on this podcast because fucking everything's getting more expensive um it, it is I, it is i and i know this is going to be the old man <clears throat> breaking kayfabe because it's just going to be a whole bunch of when i remember um uh i remember when like dude i'm 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 one guy okay i'm one guy i don't have a mortgage i don't have a car payment but i have i have like you know credit card stuff you know the standard fare i'm in debt person thing the, the, the fucking thing, I went grocery shopping for myself, and I, contrary to being a big old fat man, I, man, I live real small. I live very small. I buy very lean. I buy very practical. I got two and a half bags of groceries, and it was 80 fucking dollars. And it was just like eggs, lunch meat, bread, peanut butter, like, you know, the the infamous yeah. bags of chicken and tuna, the little like snack pack things of those, and fucking ramen, and it was unreal. It made me go like jeepers creepers, man. Like yeah, it it just it's, fucking shit is getting more expensive. I don't know. It's it's rough. Like I mean, some people say like oh, it's it's it is kind of the 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 meme of like 
<clears throat> it's more expensive to eat healthy than to just eat off the dollar menu. It it's fun, like, no, I actually, I remember my, my former, the, the fellow who actually lived in my current apartment, uh, who no longer is around because, um, we'll say, <laughs> we'll say, we'll say reasons. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, uh, uh, him and I sat down and actually were talking about that because it was kind of at the beginning of the whole thing where groceries are fucking crazy nuts. Um, uh, crazy go nuts. Um, <laughs> the, um, the, the fucking thing we talked about it and it's like, dude, it's cheaper to just go and get a McDouble and a four thing, a four pack of chicken nuggets. It's like, it's like what? Four fifty. And like, that's a meal. It's really calorie dense. Is it healthy for you? Absolutely not. But it's it's food like it's something yeah. to keep the engine going. Um, and but, but the thing is, it's it's just a matter of going. I think it's the thing that like I fell into a thing. And this is something that I don't know if a lot of people do, because so much is so readily available nowadays, like food wise, like just options, yeah. even around here. Like there there's a lot of options, like even if you if you want to stretch the circle of you know, availability, like to, you know, a 20 minute drive away. Like right, we have, right. we have sushi, we have, uh, you know, uh, Indian food, uh, uh, Mexican food, uh, Thai, you know, like uh, Thai food. Like there's, there's a lot of options around. Um, if you're, you know, if you're willing to travel a little bit, but, but the thing is like, we're so willing that it's like, you want the thing that you want. If you can get over the mental break of going, you know what? Here's what I'm going to eat on a day to day. And then once a week, I'm going to treat myself. It makes, and I, I'm going to sound like a fucking cliche bunch of bullshit. I don't care. It makes that fucking one meal or one day where you, where you treat yourself and get a pizza or go and get like wings or go out and get tacos or whatever. It makes that shit so much better. Like, oh yeah, I mean, it, I mean, dude. by the by the same token of like, like we've talked about it before. Like, uh, I I think we've equated it when we're talking about wrestling or whatever. And I think Ransom brought up the point before. Like, if you're, you know, you can have, or maybe beefed it. I don't know. Maybe both. Who knows? Uh, you you know, steak is awesome. If you have steak every single night, eventually, you know, it's you're gonna kind of be like, eh, it's not. It, it loses its luster. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, man. so yeah. So having having that cheat meal or whatever, like, where it's like, oh, I haven't had whatever in a while. Like, like I fucking I love uh, like like going to the hibachi place, and <clears throat> I know that I'm gonna get like two, two, three meals out of whatever I have there. Like the 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 food that I'm gonna eat there, and then whatever leftovers I bring home, depending on how fat I'm feeling, like maybe it all goes in the next sitting or it splits out between the next two. Like, so it's costly, but it, but it kind of pays for itself in the sense. Cause I'm getting like three meals out of that one oh, thing. However, sure. however, but that's not something that we go and do like all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. But still, yeah. I mean like being able to parcel that out, like today, this morning, I'm like, I've been pinching pennies, man. Money's been tight lately. But like today I was like, okay, day before payday, let's go. Let's fucking go. As the kids say, um, <laughs> as the fucking, kids say, I, you really yeah. do sound Dude, like fucking I'm an old, old man. fucking man. <laughs> I'm, I am man. I was complaining the other day about my fucking hip hurting. 
and it was because I fucking <laughs> slept wrong. I I I always I I give like occasionally they, they call them dad talks to my coworkers because they're all in their early mid twenties and I've just lived more life than them. Like yeah, well that's, I have yeah, fucking that's you know I I and I have gray hairs in my fucking beard. I'm an old man and I'm okay with it, man. Like that's the thing. Yeah. So many people don't want to get older. It doesn't mean I'm not having fun. Like I'm still playing video games. I'm still playing in a, a you know he, the, uh, two bands. I'm still yeah. you know doing shit. Nothing, like nothing wrong like that. You're not getting old. You're just gaining another level of experience, dude. That's fucking leveling up. Yeah, it's fucking true. And like I feel like d doing shit. And I'll talk about like you know, exercising and keeping myself active and shit like that. And I'm sure like, you know, it's hard sometimes, especially if you work a oh, yeah. job, but, but, the, but my point is like, um, with, you know, saying the kid, the, you know, the le, let's fucking go thing. Like, yeah, yeah um, yeah. I lost, I went off into the weeds, Tom, son of a bitch. I know. No, what, it's okay. What, it's okay. You, what was I, you were what was I about, on about? You were you were talking about, uh, you know, uh, parceling things out. Oh, and you were saying about how, yeah, about, like food. Yeah, we were this morning. We 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 got breakfast from a local diner called, uh, and I love this name. It's Spanky's Courthouse Cafe. So whenever, if we want to order breakfast at work, we'll say, "Do you guys want to go to Spanktown?" Like, <laughs> I, I fucking love my job. Sometimes, man, we're we're, we're funny as shit. Um, but like. The thing is, it's like what you order. Like, like that's the thing. They do like awesome breakfast burritos. They have actually really fucking good eggs Benedict. Like I, I was mm -hmm. telling Andy about that the other weekend. Um, that like they they have really good food. And the one thing that they do is they do an, they do omelets. And they're six the like they do a six inch omelet or I think an eight inch omelet or like nine inch omelet or something, dude. Six inch egg white with steak and cheese omelet. I ate the fuck out of that shit. And I had a side of scrapple because nice. I'm a monster. Um, <laughs> and I, and, and I might even put, I might even stop getting the scrapple because I ate that fucking steak and egg white thing. Dude, I, I was not hungry at all. I, like literally right before we started this, I had one of those little go packs of chicken because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I should probably eat something. I, I wasn't hungry all day. And I love that. It's like one meal, all pro, like protein fat. Yeah. And it, it gave me energy throughout the day. I wasn't hungry. Didn't feel the need to snack. And I was mm -hmm. sitting there going, fuck, man. And I was doing the math and I'm going, okay, if I got just that. And it's like, I think it's like 850. Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, man, that's, you know. That's a hundred bucks for 10 days, like a hundred, hundred ish bucks for 10 days worth of food. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and theoretically, if I ate one meal a day, I'm like, fuck man, I, that's a hundred dollars. Like, it, yeah, it's crazy when you sit down and really think about it. I mean, like, math I, of like it, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I take, I take the same thing for lunch every day at work because I have the option of. Either way, I'm there till five o'clock. I can either start at eight or eight thirty, and depending on that, is whether I get an hour or a half hour lunch. Now, um, I mean, they really prefer that if I'm, you know, to to stick with one or the other, not really, you know, not bounce back and forth, not be like, 
hey, Monday, I'm going to do an hour lunch, and then Tuesday, I'm going to do a half hour, and then whatever the fuck I want to do come Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, no, I just like I stay consistent. I, I just come in at 8.30 because it's, I don't want to get up any earlier and try to have to get in, and if there's a wreck on 28, like, I'm not dealing with that. It's, you know... We'll we'll see we'll see like once they're done with all this construction and stuff that they're doing all this road work on twenty eight how things how the flow is and everything like that in the mornings if it's not as bottlenecked you know maybe maybe next year I'll start start work at eight instead um but but and in any case I get I get a half hour for lunch and I take the same thing with me every day I'm like a fucking child I takes a I take a peanut butter sandwich I take a Pepsi with me. Uh, I take some like, you know, something like Cheez-Its or something like some sort of or Chex Mix, something like that, you know, something crunchy. Um, and then I, and then I'll usually bring. Something. Something sweet, like uh, some sort of like little snack cake or whatever to either have if I'm feeling particularly if I'm feeling the nom noms, uh, you know, to have that at the end of my lunch right. or or have it as like a snack for the drive home. Um, but, you know, but I, but I just, uh, I, I do the same thing every day and I don't do anything crazy. Every once in a blue moon, like one of the other mornings last week, I, I just like got up late and I'm like, ah, I don't feel like rushing to pack a lunch. I'm just going to buy lunch at the cafeteria. Right. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, I don't want to, but well, I the, will. But it, but the <laughs> thing is keeping your head about you, about what you're going to eat, because I'll, I uh, listen, we've done it. We've done it before. You know, we've all done it. We're like, like there was a stretch there where we were getting pizza like every other day at work. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, it, like we were. A, a lot of it was because we were understaffed and we couldn't take lunches. So right. we were like. It was like the, 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 they, the, this is, this is my, my company's pretty good because they're like, Hey, we're going to get you. We're going to buy lunch because you guys can't take your lunches. We're going to get you lunch, you know, make sure to take your breaks when you can. But like, we, we, we can't sustain a, you know, and, and that's, and I understand there might be people out there that are clutching their pearls and going, Oh my stars, dude, there are some days where I just don't. And, and you, and you and I have talked about, it. there's some days where you just don't fucking get a lunch. Like, and, and yeah, you're not, that, you're not pissed. That, happened, that, that, that literally happened to me the other day. And it, cause I, I ended up just not taking it. And I mean, my manager stressed me. She's like, make sure you guys are trying to take your lunch when you can. She's like, I understand. She's like, I, she's like, <clears throat> we um you know she's like I, I understand there are days where it's gonna happen she's like but if that does if that is the case make sure you get your ot she's like because you guys are you know oh they uh, technically still hourly mm -hmm. but like when they when they offer me the position they they figure it out they're like okay you know we're gonna offer you you know this like what it would come out to a year or whatever so they're right. like hey this is your quote unquote salary, but you are paid hourly. So like now in the case of my manager, like she is not hourly. She is salary. Sure. So she does not get overtime. So, and she's like, she's like, I get it. She's like, she's like most days I don't take a lunch. She's like, she's like, and there's a lot of times that I do work overtime, but that's just my, my position and everything like that. And that's how it is. Um, 
Well, she's and, like, but if yeah, you know, she's like, she's like, but make sure you record your overtime. I'm like, oh no, absolutely. I was like, yeah. She's like, no. She's like, yeah. We don't, you know, nobody works for free. You know, we're we're not gonna <laughs> go oh, down that rabbit hole. And I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. That shit, that shit's down the toilet. Like that, that, that. No, like, and I, and I've, I have been. I think it's. I think part of it is my age. I am very vocal about how I feel about how I work. And I understand that there are there are laws, there are regulations and everything. But when I am like when I want to work, when I want to work and I'm like, it is less beneficial for me to walk away and and go take a lunch than it is for me to be here. And, and I'm not mad about it. And I am opting. I am like going, I am doing this. I am choosing this. I don't think that the company should, but, and there are people who are going to fucking scream at me for this and call me a fucking work simp or whatever the fuck. But like, I don't think if you knowingly and willingly say, I am choosing to stay here and I am choosing to work, you should not like be like, like the company shouldn't be held accountable because you're making a decision. This is not you. Now, if you're going, well, I'm going to get overtime and I'm just going to choose not to take a lunch. Then you're kind of a fucking asshole. But like, I think that's, that's, I mean, that's part of it too, to make sure that uh, the pendulum doesn't swing the other direction. either way. Yeah. E yeah. Either way, both ways that then that if your company sees that you're willing to do that, that they're going to take advantage of it and exploit you. So that that's why we have the labor laws and stuff but, like that. But then, vice, so I get but it. then vice versa, like, and, and, but that's the thing is like, there are situational times where you can't fucking take a, take a lunch and it yeah, just happens, ju you know? Yeah. It just, it just happens. I mean, I had, I had a half hour overtime the other day and that's fine. It's, I, you know, it's well, recorded and it, and I will be compensated and it'll be fine. Yeah. I made sure though, like, I mean, it, it if there was going to be a week, if there was going to be a time where it was going to happen, like it shouldn't be a surprise. And I don't think it was a surprise to, to her sure. that it was this week because our, our team lead is out uh, on vacation this week. Yeah. Um, and then one of the, one of the private banking people, I believe is out on their two weeks or something. Sure. Um, or out on vacation or whatever. So, um, so basically my other team member is helping out the private banking side. So I'm doing the majority of the processing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's just one of, like today wasn't bad. Yesterday wasn't bad. Um, but like, you know, Tuesday, it was, it was one of those perfect storms. It was just, Hey, I needed, I, I, I had questions on something or whatever, and I needed help, but I was waiting on a response for that. Then we started getting in an influx of things uh, of requests and it's just the perfect storm that added up. And by the end of it, I'm like, it's fucking three 30 and I haven't stepped away from my computer. Oh, well, like it's, well, and, it, it and just happens. Like we have a thing at work where you take your lunch between it's like lunches happen between 11 and one, like all lunches should be done by two o'clock. Yeah. The, we try, we do, try to do that for the most part. Yeah. Every but, fucking time i try and go take a lunch some fucking bullshit happens that i can't do it, it <laughs> i'm telling you 
I yeah. know it sounds it sounds like me whining, being like, "Oh, poot, you're just you just you know like." No, funny. no, I like, get it. I've done that before too, Umbar. I I even said you're it. You're walking like, out I, the door. No, it's like, it's one of those ones. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna take. I, I'm planning on taking lunch at twelve thirty today, or I'm gonna take lunch at one thirty. Because like you, a, a lot of times my my team lead will be like, "Hey, I'm gonna take lunch at one today," and I'm like, "Okay." I'll plan for, I usually try to do a half hour off of him or whatever. I'm like, either I'll take it at 1230 or I'll take it at 130. I'm like, okay, I'll take, I'll take mine at 130. And sure, sure as shit, we get all these requests in for, you know, return to admin checks or whatever stuff that has like a 245 cutoff. We get that stuff in like at one, which is fine. Like that's, you know, about the time, like that's like when it could be, coming in that's the latest we wanted to come in is like you know about an hour out yeah, from but, cut off but see it's but, it's fine but it's it's not like oh that's fine it's that's fine like it's yeah that yeah it's that it happens it's it's one of those uh, so you know if i say if i even think it where i'm like okay i'll plan on taking this i'll, I'll plan on taking my lunch at this time unless something comes up sure shit something comes up <laughs> it's like it happens. Oh. I, d- listen, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I, I am not by any means. I am not uh, hating on my job at all. I, I love my job. Like, oh no, me too, I'm, man. I'm, I, I'm glad I have it. it. Is it is, it is the best paying job that I've had. Um, it's I still have a somewhat flexible work schedule as far as like, uh, I get you know days that I work from home and it's basically between me my my other team member and our team lead like between the three of us we coordinate like who you know who's going to be in office what days or whatever so i mean it's it's not bad and and they've been you know and they were cool with i'm like hey whenever summer rolls around fridays i'm i i want to work from home because then i'm already here the kids are here with us during the summer i don't have to drive from downtown to home back out past downtown to take them to drop them off at their moms and then back home again. Like, I don't want to do all that shit. So it's, it's cool. I, I do love my job, but every job has those days where it's oh, just for sure. the perfect storm, you know, but, uh, but I like it. I like it a lot. It's, it's, it's interesting and I'm learning, learning new things almost every day. Like, just when I thought I had a handle on things, I'm like, all right, this is cool. Then it's like, hey, here's this process you've never done before. Figure it out. Okay. <laughs> so it's fun. I, uh, you know, it, it's like I said, I, it, I'm learning, learning new things. I, I've literally learned like two new things this week already. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and uh, like, I, I know, like, a lot of people out there are probably rolling their eyes at the fact that, like, we're talking about this stuff. But, like, dude, it, it it's, it's life. I don't know. I, it's life. It's, and part of it. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the wealth and asset breaking cave. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, like, well, di- digressing away from that, because we could sit here and we could talk about, like, the dynamics of jobs and work and and what we do and stuff like that. Because I, I and I don't want to get into it, but, like, I really feel like working in finance is a special kind of thing like and 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 i don't mean that in like a whimsical like heartfelt like my girlfriend is special it's 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 more (laughs) the it's more the fact of like 
I've worked in various customer service things. I have worked labor jobs. Mm -hmm. I have I have taught guitar lessons. I have done a numerous I have done numerous amounts of things over the years when it comes yeah, to same. the workforce. You have too. And yeah, and I, I was just well. Look, I, I mean, just a, a brief synopsis. Like, came out of high school, went to the military, Marine Corps. Did you know? I was a uh, uh, infantry. So that in itself is like, oh, wow. Okay. Tom could fucking kill you, basically, is what he's saying. Pretty much. Um, could. I won't. Maybe. Unless I have to. Maybe. Well, but that, um, that, that that's another thing. I constantly forget that my friends, and I'm not trying to, I want, I want you to yeah, keep no, that okay. thread in your head. I constantly forget that my friends, because they're your friends. Yeah. Like, our specialized fucking like they they're they're smart outside of being your friend. You know what I mean? We forget yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Like I forget like my my one of my good friends who unfortunately because I'm a shithead haven't talked to him in a little in a while because I've been busy, um, which is no excuse. Uh, my my buddy Hoss, we call him Hoss. His name's Ryan. Yeah. He I forget that man is a fucking civil engineer for the state and he is brilliant. Because nice. he's my fucking buddy. And I forget. Yeah. My my friend, um, my my uh one of my friends from college, Dave, cousin Dave, he, he is an incredibly wise businessman. He's a mm -hmm. very talented computer IT programming professional, but he's yeah. the guy that I shotgun keystone lights with. Like <laughs> and like and not trying to toot my own horn, but like I feel like my friend group forgets and again i'm i hate doing this but yeah i'm trying to get better at it this is the thing i'm working on in therapy i am a classically trained musician yeah oh no trust and me like I, you know yeah no i i get what you're i get what you're saying i it, it i think i i think most people because i myself too at times uh you know forget about some of the things like i like i i don't I don't ever forget what I am or where I've been and what I've done. Um, but I, but I don't like put it up on some sort of pedestal and like, and, and I know this is like, I know this is kind of eh, whatever for some people, but like, I like my girlfriend will constantly, if we're doing something, she'll be the one that looks for a military discount because I don't even right. think to do it. Right. You know what well, I mean? Dude, we have we have an account now. We have a uh, actually an entire product line uh at yeah. the bank that's that's called our at ease product line. It's it's yeah, checking I mean, saving. Yeah, I talked to you about it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, we did. But, yeah, so, but, but digressing. So, so like on, you you yeah, you were in the you were in the Marines. Yeah. So right so right after right after high school, Marine Corps. Came back home, did did a manual labor job, worked at like a scaffolding place. Uh, with my dad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I did, did, you know, manual labor stuff, driving a forklift and, you know, shit like that. Um, then uh, at, at a certain point, the, that company was changing hands and I was low man on the totem pole. So I got laid off for like not even a week. I think not even a matter of days. Like it, it was it, it just happened to be one of those things. I was low man on the totem pole. My one of my buddies that I got hired there was 
technically lower man on the totem pole than me, but he was out sick and they had to make sure that he didn't have a doctor's excuse or whatever or that, you know, that they didn't like unjustifiably like lay him off and, you know, end up with some sort of labor dispute Lawsuit sort of thing, whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so I literally got like laid off and like within a week was back there at work. However, the day that I got laid off and I got to go home early, I went back to the gas station up the road from my house and fucking applied there and started working the weekends there on either, you know, uh, Friday, Saturday midnight shift or yeah. Saturday, Sunday morning shifts. And I went back to the scaffolding place and I and I was double dipping. I was working two jobs there for a while. And I told them, I said, hey, you laid me off. I went out. I found new work. I can come back and work for you guys during the week, but I cannot do any overtime um, on the weekends. And I cannot do inventory on the weekends for you guys. Sure. I was like, so if you want me back, I'm glad to be back. If not, I'll go pick up more hours at the gas station. So you let me know what you want to do. And they were like, oh, all right, well, we'll you know, we're, we'll take you back. I'm like, okay. And sure, shit, one of the f next inventories we had, my, my yard boss is like, all right, well, I'll, uh, I'll see you this week. I'm like, no, you won't. Well, it's inventory. Yeah, I, I, have, my other, I have my job. I have my other job. Yeah, we talked well, about this. Yeah, well, you can't do it. Well, you know, you talked to... You talk to you know, his boss I was like, Can you talk to our ops manager. I was like, because technically this is now my second job, even though it's full time and I'm working more hours here. I got laid off from here. I went and found another job. That's my first job now. Right. This is my second job. I was like, so I was like, if you have a problem with it, go take it up with, you know, our ops manager. I was like, and if he has a problem with it, I told him exactly how it is. And I, and no disrespect to him, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to not going to let the wallet get cold, you know? No. So, so military manual labor job, gas stations. So essentially customer service. Um, and then, uh, from there, uh, I forgot even before, uh, I've, I forgot my actual first, like actual job. I've worked at my sister's tanning salon. Oh, whenever I was in whenever I was in high school. Yeah. Let me tell you, I looked like a fucking Brazilian cabana boy in high God, school, dude, like in my dude, senior year. I would have looked at you and been like, what a douche. I'm not going to lie. If I see someone with a fucking like leathery tan, I go, man, you're probably a douche. Well, my my theory was and I was thinking of it from a sales point is. Who's going to take tanning advice or tanning sales or whatever, buy lotions, bronzers, this and that from fucking Casper, the friendly ghost behind the counter. Casper, nah. the friendly ghost. <laughs> I was like, I got it. I got to get tanned for the job. I, I did it for the job. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think I'll ever, uh, you know, fake bake to that degree again. Fair fake what, bake, man. All these yeah. fucking terms you're throwing out are making me just. I know, go, right? Jesus but, so, Christ. So yeah, so I did. So I did that. You know, went to the military, whatever, all that stuff. Did the gas station, and then after the, uh, and then worked my way up from the gas station. Like within, fuck, I don't know, like within a year or so, I was like, uh, it got uh, got bumped up and moved out to another store as the assistant manager, and then the manager that was out there like was my assistant manager in the store I started at. So like 
I like when she took when she took the manager position at the other store. I was like, "You're breaking up the dynamic duo, the dream team." I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" You're she's breaking like, up the I'll band, tr- Yoko. Yeah, she's like, "I'll try to get you out there with me," and then she did, and then she got me out there, and within a month, she was moved to another store. I was like, "Well, what the fuck? This is like deja vu all over again." She's like, "Well, now you get the keys to the kingdom." I was like, uh, we'll see," and. And I took I took the manager position of that of that other gas station only on the stipulation with uh, when I talked with my supervisor, uh, only on the stipulation that I if I were able if I was able to find night classes for doing massage therapy. So that began my, uh, you know, work, work during the day, massage school at night um, and then got into my. 10-year career of do, of massage therapy which was it's crazy when i think about it 10 years i spent doing that and i know and i know you can relate because yeah you also had your 10-year career too but like it's like when i think about it like looking back on the variety of jobs like 10 years and then like the last what the last two and a half to three years i was uh driving and also doing some managing at FedEx. I'm like, that seemed like it was like, it took that seemed like I did it for so long, but I think it was one, I think it was because that job just like weighed so heavily, but, uh, but I look at it and it pales in comparison. I'm like 10 years that I, that I, uh, you know, that I, that I was massage therapist. I'm like, Holy Christ, man, that's like, it's insane. Dude, well, and I did that with radio, and I said, man, if I would have spent 10 years in finance, I'd be oh. way further ahead where, I'm, man, you know, and, but but if you live in better that Better late world, than never. Better yeah. late than never, and like not not sitting here going finance is the end-all, be-all, because I stand by the statement, man, my, my end-all, be-all is building and repairing guitars for a living. That's it. That is that is my end-all, be-all um, still, and, and it's... It, it's, well, and thing- it's taken a back seat lately, yeah. but you know what? You have to be willing to, like, be pragmatic. You know what I mean? You have to be willing to, kind of. Well, and you can, and you can kind of take the the stuff that you're learning, doing, being in the finance industry and field now for sure to to help you along with your, you know, with that when you go to do that as your like main career or whatever doing the guitar repair work and stuff like that, because you'll be able to take and, you know, uh, be able to market yourself better, be able to uh, deal with you with balancing your finances and stuff like that. And, you know, understanding the cost of running your basically your own business and everything like that. Like, yeah, it's, it'll, you know, it'll help you. Like I, again, for me, I, I may have told you this personally or not. Um, I forget who I was talking to about it, but like when, when I applied for, for my finance position that I work in now, I, you know, I was like, I've never worked in finance at all. I've worked these other litany of jobs that you just heard me talk about. How the hell is that applied to this? Like, why are they going to choose me? And it was taking those other skills from the other jobs and finding what applied what what basically crossed over so like with the military you know uh, uh, um by by the end of my uh you know enlistment and everything like that i was a fire team leader um 
so I was directly in charge of three other Marines that, you know, their well-being was my responsibility. If they fucked up, I'm responsible for it or whatever, like anything like that. So, you know, I'm their babysitter. And especially then, like once we're, you know, out in the combat situations and stuff like that or whatever, like at one point I had to step up and be the squad leader who is in charge of the other three fire team leaders you know i mean the chain of command and moved up so were you in I've charge had... of talon company of what did talon company <laughs> did you tell them to keep firing <laughs> talon company keep firing no no i didn't i did not have to direct anybody i was part of of being of part of the direction uh at one point in uh in a firefight we had we had one where it was yeah i won't even get it that's a whole other story in itself but but my point is like taking taking that leadership experience there and then looking in the other jobs and i'm like oh well at the gas station i also had leadership experience and stuff because i was an assistant manager and then a store manager and i store managed for you know like two or three years there so I had that management experience and I had to, you know, make the schedule and stuff like that. So, okay, I have that. And, uh, and then like with massage therapy, attention to detail, uh, you know, uh, having good, uh, what they call like soap notes. Um, excuse me. If, if anybody's in the medical field, they'll understand that. But basically, you know, having to take down your notes of, you know, why why the person's in or whatever and you know and, and what you were going to try to do to alleviate whatever was going on with that so attention to detail uh accountability you know leadership stuff like that that still all ties into financial field too it's just it, it's it's more so of the attitude coming in because everything everything that i've been taught is not something that it's like you go take a class on in you know, in college or whatever, it's like there's these particular programs, processes and stuff like that that you only learn on the job training. So it had more it had more to do with my attitude and my skill set of like, what can I bring to the table? You know, even starting at the bottom and working my way up, like what what can I like what kind of person I am not like what have I done as far as like in the financial field or anything like right. that? <clears throat> so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a blank slate for them to work with. Well, so. no, and, and that's good. And the thing is though, that's, that's the other thing is that anyone who, who might be listening that might be thinking I can't do a job or I don't, I have my two most recent careers. When I went in for my first radio interview, they were like, do you know, FCC law? I went, Nope. And they go, do you know how to run a soundboard? And I'm like, well, for like live sound, like I can get around one. But like for this, no. Do you yeah. know how to use any of our on-air programs? Nope. And they go, why should we hire you? And I went, because I'm teachable. I don't do drugs and I'll show up for work and I'll bust my ass every day. And after I said that, they looked at it and went, all right, you're hired. And I went, whoa, like, yeah, okay, now I got to put my, but the thing is, then you have to put your money where your mouth is. And yeah. then when I went into, when I went into five, like I went, when I went into the bank, I don't know if I ever told this. Story. I know I've said it to you, but like the way I did it was I was unhappy with where I was. Not that I hated my workplace. It was a good workplace, but like I, I was just unhappy and like I had nothing to shoot for. 
And I went home. I was living with my parents at the time, which I love my family. I'm lucky. I have a good family. Um, they were all gone for the day. I had nothing to do. It was a day off from whenever I was training strongman. So I had nothing going on. And I was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do with myself? And I went, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a beer. So I had seven. And then I, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> this, this escalated quickly. Oh yeah. I, well, it wasn't <laughs> like I had seven, like in a row, like, like fast, in like, you know, row. it was like I had, I had seven beers and I sat there and was like, I need a new job. So I went on, on, uh, indeed. And I fucking typed in jobs in my area. And the first thing that popped up was my Single current milk, role. Are you what? Okay. Um, Tom, please. Yes. The, um, so it it popped up and it was, it was a, we, we don't call it tellers. They're called universal associates because we do everything. And it was at a different, a a branch office. I wasn't, you know, at corporate headquarters and I applied for my job. (laughs) I put my, my resume was together and I just submitted it and went, let's see how this goes. Two days later, I got a phone call, and they were like, nice. we would love to interview you. Long, and then long story short, they offered me the job at corporate headquarters, and there I am today. Um, yeah. And I've learned a lot, and the nice thing is, uh, the thing, uh, like, the cool thing is having people come to you who have who are in, have way more experience and are in positions of greater responsibility coming to you and calling you a good leader, a good example you know, and, and, and praising your, your things. And, and, you know, it's not going in there going, I'm going to impress the higher ups. It's going in there and going, I'm going to do my fucking job. And some days you don't, you don't fucking do your job. Great. Some days you just have a bad fucking day. But the thing is, if you're in a good work environment and you know, and like people around you recognize that they don't, they don't do the, what have you done for me lately? You know, one yeah. bad day does not mean a bad life. You know what I mean? So, it, and, and it's nice to have an environment that recognizes that. And when they see you're having a bad day, they come to you and go, what's going on? And not like, yeah. what's going on? You're fucking up. They go, what's going on with you? What, what is going on today? And, yep. and they listen to you and they go, listen, okay, you're having a rough day. Come back in tomorrow, kick some ass tomorrow. And you come back in and you kick some ass. And that's what happens. Um, and, and not trying to detract from from this but like i do have a question for you You, so tom you being the the video game aficionado that you are pivot um, yes pivot i'm i'm pivoting hard i'm pivoting oh yeah Um, all right hard pivot go ahead yeah hard pivot because like we, we can sit here and talk about like super real shit um but like part part of it is like like being the video game aficionado that you are yes what do you think like when you like gun to your head, if I said one genre of video game that you love, like one, you know, like whenever you say like platformers or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's one genre of video game that you fucking adore? Uh, probably action adventure. Um, and I and I it, that's such a broad category. But to give examples, because I I would I would say anything with a good storyline. All right. But then you could get into like RPGs and I'm like, eh, yeah, but I'm not like I like RPGs, but I'm not like I don't play them all the time because I just don't have time. But I would say like action and adventure stuff. So you're you're uh, like 
Metroid, your Zelda, God of War, like that stuff. It's 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 a good blend of action, uh, exploring stuff like that. I, I would say that's probably my biggest bread and butter. Okay. Um, after that, I would say survival horror because oh I really love, oh absolutely loves love the Resident Evil series. Although I haven't streamed any in a while, I'll fix that. Um, Fatal Frame series, great jump scares. Um, I don't know where you put The Last of Us if you technically put that as survival I, horror or not. I would, I would, or, uh, or if you put that as more of like an action. I don't know. I, it, that, it's just, that has a lot complete, of the, it has a lot of chest high walls in it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's just one that 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 game that series of games so far. I don't know if they're ever going to make any more or not, but it's uh, but those two games are like the most complete games with as far as action, storytelling, uh, survival horror stuff. Um, just uh, it, it, the how the game handles and everything like that. It's it's the tits. It's the best. Like yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, and that's the thing. A game's got to feel good. Like yeah. Um, for me, I, it, go ahead. I, I'm a, I'm a uh, firm believer, and I, I think I think there's a lot of people our age that will agree that good graphics don't necessarily make a good game. I get just as much, if not more, enjoyment out of a game like a Super Metroid or like Metroid Fusion or something. Well, that that's... that is. Go ahead. That is old old graphics or, you know, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, something like that. Old graphics, but the gameplay or the story or just the, the adventure of it is so enjoyable that I don't care that it's not like the pretty, most pristine, polished thing. It does not have to look like it's real life. You know, I don't have to be like, oh, my God, is this real or not? You no, don't have to have I'm... ray tracing and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, although on that line, and since I thought about it, uh, since we were talking about, like, since I mentioned The Last of Us, another game, uh, if anybody has not played it before and, and you want really good storytelling that's very interactive, like what you do definitely makes a difference of how the rest of the game goes detroit become human uh, love did, that game yeah you you did a stream on that didn't you i did it it's been a while it's been a while and there are there are other games that are from the same like uh oh yeah same, heavy like, rain yes yeah heavy rain and there's one more um the the fuck, other the other it? one is bad from what i understand no uh what is it though oh it's is it quant something quantum quantum something? I can't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's beyond two souls. I don't think that was part of their thing. That might've been its own thing. I'm going to have to look it up, but it, but it was, but did, it was Detroit become human heavy rain, which I still have not played. And there was something else. There was like a trifecta of games from the same like developers or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but Detroit become human was, amazing and i know from my own personal experience there was something that i did or didn't do in that game and i missed an entire story arc for a character because 
that character died and i did not mean for them to die it just happened and lo and behold entire section of story gone <laughs> so i was like wow all right i i want to know what i missed so eventually i'm gonna have to go back and you know replay that so i make sure to make the correct choices to have that happen like so i get a an even broader experience of the story and everything like that right yes so I, I'm, knowing, I'm, knowing knowing that i'm the infectionado that you knew you weren't going to get a simple clear-cut answer no and i didn't i didn't want what i'm just really surprised that like the term metroidvania didn't come out of your face well yeah i mean like so i mean i like those but i haven't played so many more of them like like castlevania or whatever like i i haven't gotten into like all the castlevania games or well, you don't say you don't example, have to no, 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 I get that, I, but uh, but Metroid's pretty much been, like, of the Metroidvania, it's heavily on the Metroid side of, of it for me. But I but I think I, I think it's just more so the action, exp the, the exploration part of it, which is why I kind of, like, lump that in with, like, Legend of Zelda, because right. there's a lot of, it's, it's semi-linear, like, there might be some things that you can do a little bit out of order, you could sequence break a little bit, um... But it, but it kind of it kind of keeps you on, you know, a, a pretty a, a pretty straight path for the most part. Um, but but I like it because it's those those games still end up fun because sometimes it's like it doesn't even matter. Like like I I'm I'm heavy into a lot of Metroid right now. I've 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 literally dug out. Um, I don't I don't know what compelled me to do, it, but I dug out my fucking Nintendo 3ds. And uh, and oh, I started fuck. playing, yeah, and it's a nice one though too. I I don't know if you saw it whenever I whenever I had it out, <clears throat> whenever you were over for Saturday. Uh, Tom, for I didn't see when you had it. I out, like okay. flashed it real quick to to ransom. I said, "See, yeah, I'll bet you did." Yes, I did. Uh, it's a nice one. I'll send a picture of it. It's it's a uh, uh, it's a it's a gold uh like gold plated uh 3ds. It has like the um the legend of zelda like the 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 crest on the yeah. outside of the lid or whatever yeah it's it's pretty it was a, it was a father's day gift for me years and years and years ago um so you know crazy exes are good for at least something well yeah um yeah but uh, but uh i i i busted that out and i started playing the um uh, the metroid 2 remake the uh the remake of the og game boy one uh, it's uh this one on the 3ds it's uh metroid samus returns and basically if i'm, I'm sure by now you or most people listening if they are into metroid at all they probably have seen or played metroid dread and if you haven't please go do that it's amazing um <clears throat> but the the way that uh the way that metroid dread controls um a lot of it with like the 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 2d experience but like the running free game and stuff like that that came from the 3ds game so like if you enjoy if you enjoyed metroid dread you would enjoy the other or vice versa sure um but it, but it's just really fun to like still like I, i've played it multiple times 
sometimes like back to back like i literally just finished a game and just started right back up again and that map for for that game like the different areas you're in there's sometimes i still get lost i'm like fuck which way did i want to go again and i'm like and i'm trying to do it to the point of like uh not necessarily speed running but but definitely more optimizing my pathing and stuff like that you know what i mean um eventually maybe getting to like speed running sort of stuff but sure but 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 i like i like that so i like that sort of uh i like that little bit of a self-challenge to you know uh to to optimize the pathing and stuff like that so yeah I like uh, well, that. That's why I was going to I was going to say, man, like you really, really, really should try uh, uh, Blasphemous. You really I, should. I downloaded the demo. Dude, it's so good. I, I did play it a little bit the other night. Like I can't remember when it was. Um, I don't remember if I played it like after we were done with the jackbox games or i played like a couple nights ago and i just gave it a shot just to check it out um yeah it's not it's not bad i i think i could get into it um i definitely got my ass handed to me oh you you do but like it feels good like it is a good feeling game like it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it handles well. It's it's not hard to control or anything like that. It's not real janky or anything crazy. Right, and it, it yeah. and I I will say this. Yeah, I'll tell you what it. It's one of those games that when you first play it, it doesn't feel or play like anything else. But, um, once you get it under your hands, man, it's it plays plays like butter. It is awesome. Um, now you you've played it i i know you've played it more so than me i played it a little bit when you when you came over the one time and i and i just never got back around to like trying it again or anything like that how would you compare blasphemous to shovel knight oh it it, that okay like as far as how the games handle how the game handles shovel knight's a little snappier like so I don't know. I don't know how to put it. And maybe there are people out there because like Blasphemous, I have started playthroughs of Blasphemous numerous times. So the very beginning of the game I'm familiar with. Um, And I I really want to do I want to do a run of it on stream because I haven't looked up like what's coming up or what's around the corner or secrets or lore or anything like that. I just know the first like probably maybe 45 minutes hour of the game. And it's mm-hmm. not linear, so you know it could be different <clears throat> the next time I pick it up. But right, shovel, right. shovel Knight is way more linear. And Shovel yeah, Knight, you know how like games on the NES, like platformers, like good platformers, felt real snappy and immediate. Okay, you know what I mean. Like everything feel like there's not a ton of like it just feels very like everything you do feels like feels like an NES. Feels okay. a lot more. Like, like I, I guess snappy's not the right word, but it feels it feels more familiar. Okay, yeah. Like, it feels like an NES platformer adventure or something like that. Blasphemous definitely feels more like something off the Super Nintendo 
and it has okay. that aesthetic and yeah. it's it's meant to be that it's like 8-bit versus 16-bit 8-bit yeah, yeah, yeah. 8-bit games to me depending on the platform and stuff always felt a lot like they have like a different in the, the, to me they felt more intuitive but maybe it's because i never had a super nintendo mm. um so games from the super nintendo always feel a lot looser and a little more greasy um think of stuff like like Uniracers or or even the legend of zelda link to the past that yeah. is a greasy feeling game like and it's not immediate like you kind of have to lead your shot a little bit like, yeah 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 no I, I get that like well and and i don't know if you mean just in the sense of exploration of the game because super metroid was kind of that way in the sense of like you could get lost now i will say that's the one difference with like metroid on the nes that is one of the hardest metroid games that i that in my personal opinion because everything else like metroid and metroid 2 the the original and the game boy version those two games are probably the hardest metroid games because there is like no map no sense of helping you you are fucking left to your devices like the original legend of zelda go explore here you are you're dropped in fucking figure it out go explore and uh and i mean unless you i mean now you know obviously like uh you know you have game guides and you can go on game facts or whatever and get you know maps game maps and stuff like that at literally on your phone at, at the drop of a finger you know like uh, at the drop of whatever like it's it's right there sure. um which i definitely had to do for the original metroid because i'm like i don't remember where at fucking anything is at or where i'm going and i will be lost as fucking norfair well but that's the that's the thing of those early those early games on the nes and everything yeah. is that it is meant to be hey you know like figure it it's out meant to be hey figure it out piece of shit i like very famously i tell people the first the the first the the first time i played zelda when i was a kid and i remember this I had no idea that the black square on the wall was a fucking door. Like yeah. a cave entrance. So I ran, I kept running around, like not being able to defend myself and being pissed off. So it took years for me to not, you know, for me to be like, oh, like, yeah, you know, it, it did <clears throat> like, and I didn't like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it. And I was like, Zelda fucking so, blows. Like, so. So I was that, yeah, I mean, like, I was that way with with Metroid. Um, God, there were a couple games that way, like Solomon's Key. Oh, my I was God. That way with. Yeah, but the, Solomon's Key is fucking stupid. Yeah, like, but 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 uh, but the comparison with that, like between those first two Metroid games to like Super Metroid, Super Metroid, you still had to go around and figure shit out. But you at least if you wanted to use it. I don't whenever you if anybody watched me do my playthroughs because I literally have Super Metroid memorized. And that was from years of playing it over and over and beating it into my head that I don't need a map room now. Like it's there. I know where I'm going. I I literally I had somebody the one time saying where they were stuck at. 
and I literally mentally mapped it out. I'm like, oh, okay, you need to go this way over to this room and look for, you know, this bombable spot or whatever. Like, it's fucking insane. I'm like Rain Man with that game. Um, but they do have map rooms, which is nice. Um, same with, like, you know, you have a game map in the 3DS remake or whatever. You have a game map in... Uh, in metroid fusion you have uh yeah whatever you have a little bit a little bit of help um but um what there was something th to your point there was something you were saying oh so that you didn't know about like with the legend of zelda you didn't know that the black square was a door you know how long it was from the original friday the 13th game on nes you know how long it was to my adult life before i found out that you could actually dodge jason's attacks while you were in the cabin like as a kid i would play that game and i would just get my ass handed to me and like for the longest time i never beat the game like ever and until like until one time i picked it up uh, as a as a younger adult and i started playing and i accidentally just like hit the down corner and i'm like you can fucking dodge like what the fuck did we get ice cream? I well, when the fuck did we get ice cream? I no, and and that's the th like, dude. There's games like that where like now as an adult, mm -hmm. I like it whenever it's like, oh, you can fucking do that. <laughs> like now it's like, oh fuck, wow, you know what I mean? But when yeah. I was a kid. Oh my god. Like um so like it, talking about gaming, I have I have two things. One's a question that I I think will be fun. The other one is a statement on like gaming now because like Breath of the or not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom has been eating my life. Like that's pretty much what I game right now. And I'm, I'm going to throw this I'm going to throw this disclaimer out there now that if Beef or Ransom are coming back to listen to these episodes which I know that they don't that they could probably skip ahead for like the next 5 minutes because I already know what their feelings on that game are. No, 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 but no. But I digress. I'm, I'm not going to dwell on it, but No, no, um, no, no, no. No, I'm just saying for them, for them, for those two specifically. It, it dude comparing this game to Breath of the Wild is stupid. Like it's a it, it's the same like world but it's a different game. It's a whole different I, I, game. So I've heard. So it's, I've heard. It's worth it. And like, I have the cartridge. I would be more than willing to let anyone borrow it and play it once I'm done with it. And pretty much aside from a couple, it's like some side quest shit. My, mm -hmm. my goal right now is go kill Ganon. Like that's yes. Ganondorf. Like that's, that's the thing that I need to do. That's like the where I'm at. And I just keep putting it off. Cause I don't want the game to end. Um, I know, right? Yeah, it's, dude, I love it when you have a game like that where you keep putting it off and off because you're like, I don't want it to end. I don't want this journey to end. But I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go do it. And I just haven't done it yet. But but um, the, the thing that, like, I haven't had and, like, I'm like, okay, I've got a bunch of PC games. I want to get back to gaming with the dudes. I want to get back to, like, playing other games and, you know, when I have free time. And streaming mm -hmm. as well. Like, that's why I talk about Blasphemous, because I want to do a stream of Blasphemous, because it's something different from what I've done, because the streams I've done have pretty much been, oh, I'm going to do Vampire Survivor, I'm going to do Binding of Isaac, like, I'm going to do that. 
Yeah. And I and now that I had a hand-me-down graphics card upgrade, I can handle things that are not that blasphemous is intense, but it'll run better. Speaking um, of which, I for, I forgot to uh, I I completely forgot about because we had talked about it previously, and I was like, oh yeah, when you come down for SummerSlam, I'll give you my fucking Elgato or whatever. Oh yeah, Ooh. I forgot about that. Yeah, remind Cle- me when I come up to remind me when I come up to Clearfield. <laughs> Set an alarm on your phone. Put it in your phone I, for I'm going gonna, to see Poot, and don't forget the thing. Um, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, which is mighty generous of you, but um. But but the thing that I've done recently is and and my neighbor down the hall, who's one of my longtime friends who mm-hmm. lives down the hall from me, um, uh, he he has one of the quests. And I, I talked to you a little bit, bit about this earlier. He has one of the quest twos, the meta quest twos and mm-hmm. VR gaming, man, it's it's niche and it and it's still in development. It keeps getting better and better and better. But it's still one of those things. I'm like, yeah. But the thing he he presented it to me. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm not going to just like VR game. Like, cause I, I want to like chill when I play a video game. However, I've always struggled with cardio when I work out because for various reasons, number one, I think it's boring as fuck. I hate walking on a treadmill. I hate going for walks. I hate running. I hate, not hate biking. I like going for bike rides, but like whenever you're on an exercise bike, man, that's, that shit's for fucking hamsters. When I go to the fucking gym, I want to pick things up and put them down. Um, right. You know, which to some people is just as boring, you know, but I always, and like, I don't really have access to a pool to go swimming, uh, which is low impact cardio. And that's the other side of it is that most cardio is very high impact. You know, Mm -hmm. and my knees and my 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 history of broken legs and stuff like that. And plus being a big dude fucking hurts, man. So he goes, dude, you really need to try the quest for like a good workout. And I was like, "Okay, man, like, all right, fine, fine, fine. And I had tried it before and I I kind of understood it. But I'm like, dude, I can't get a good cardio workout of this. Well, he's uh, he he let me borrow the thing. He's like, dude, just try it. So there's two games on there. One is called Beat Saber, which is like the popular one. You see stream, people stream it and, you know, it's known. The other one's called uh, uh, Pistol Whip, which is mm-hmm. like it's an on rails like shooter. And like you just have to like watch your environment. You have to duck out of the way of bullets, duck under like structures that come around, move constantly. And like, dude. The other day when I went down to his apartment for he let me borrow the thing. I went down there and we did it for about an we we like we played the the we played pistol whip and beat saber for about an hour trading off like every two rounds. Motherfuck, if I didn't have my Fitbit on and I I had my heart rate stayed consistently when I was you know, for the most part, pretty consistently around 158 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. And I I burnt like 100, almost 1100 calories. And I was like, holy fuck. And I was like, I was sweating. I was breathing. I'm like, wow, this is fucking crazy. And then today, before we did the podcast, I did two 20 minute sessions, like with a little bit of a break in the middle. Motherfuck, if it didn't give me a ridiculous workout. And because the thing is in your, in your brain, you're, you're going, you're playing a video game. So your brain's not really focused on like your, your heart rate and breathing heavy and sweating. You're you're just playing a game. And, and then when you're done, you're just like, holy shit, I like did stuff. 
like you, when you take it off, you put it down, you you clean off the face mask, everything. You sit down after you're done, you feel like you went on a fucking run. Do you do you think that's why maybe a lot of people or why they started doing like putting the TVs like in gyms and stuff like that, or having the things like like why people it's it, you know a lot of people would just like watch Netflix or something like that while they're on the treadmill, this and that, because you just before you know like you're running on the treadmill and before you fucking know it oh you you've done a half hour because yeah. you just watched your favorite episode of something like, yeah and that's why yeah. like smartphones and and having like uh wire, the wireless earbuds you can and i did that whenever i would do cardio at the gym i'd get on yeah. the elliptical and i would i would put on at the time whenever i was really i was doing two days for a while the way it worked was monday wednesday friday was lifting cardio Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tuesday, Thursday was cardio, cardio. That's whenever I really lost weight a couple of years ago um, was when I was doing two a days. Um, I would do Monday. Well, no, the way I did it, I broke it up weird. I did Monday, Wednesday, rest day, uh, Monday, Tuesday, rest day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I only did cardio one session of cardio. And then Sunday was another rest day. Like, okay. And that's when I lost weight. And the thing, here's the fucked up part about losing weight. You don't realize that you've lost weight until you put that shit back on. Mm. You don't, you notice when you put weight back on, but when you're like, when you're down, you still, then maybe this is a little bit of body dysmorphia. You don't fucking realize you lost weight. You don't I could like see that. I could see that. Yeah, it, it's fine. And I, and I know like, and I'm not, I'm not, this isn't meant to be a, a, like a backhanded statement or anything like that. But like, the thing is for people who have never been a big person and, and I, I know someone who's like a really skinny person and they struggle with the same things, but in a different format, dude, it's when you're big, man, everything's fucking hard. Clothing shopping's hard. You know, until they started doing the recliners and fucking movies, like sitting in a movie theater is fucking hard. Like, you know, being on your feet for multiple hours is hard. You know, like I, everything's just harder. And so you, you're in the minds. And when you are a big person your whole life, you, you're just always in that mindset of like, everything sucks. I'm fat. Even when you lose weight. And even when you see the number on the scale change, you don't think I'm making progress. And I, and now to be fair, when I was really in the thick of it, I was lifting a lot. So the number stayed the same, but I lost fat and put on muscle, but I still f- thought, oh, I'm fat. And I wish I wouldn't have fucking done that to myself <laughs> because when I did put the fat back on and the muscle went away, I went, oh, fuck, I was really in shape. Like, or I was getting in shape. And then you go like, ah, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. But this, to me, I, I keep waiting for the thing to wear off to where I go, this is work. It's not. Like, Pistol Whip is fun as shit. <laughs> Beat Saber is fun, but it's not as much fun as Pistol Whip, at least to me. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, this is something I could do when I get home. Get home, change my clothes, sit down, drink some water, you know, relax a little bit, and then stretch out a little bit and then play pistol whip for a while. It's just fun. And you get a workout. It's fucking mind boggling. Like, 
and maybe this is something where people are like, oh, well, yeah, if you're going to like be moving around while you play a video game, of course you're going to get exercise. You don't understand the scope of it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this is something I could do every day. Yeah. You know how like people, when they buy a treadmill, they go, oh, I could do this every day. I was like, you're not yeah. going to fucking do that. I'm like, I'm, I look forward to like going, oh, I can't wait to play pistol whip. Like I'm said as you said the word treadmill, I turned around and I'm looking at the one we have here in our basement, and I'm like, I really just need to fucking get on that, dude. <laughs> I really and, do. And you don't have a fuck around treadmill. You have like a serious treadmill. Yeah, let me let me let me sidebar that for a second because um, I almost did, that treadmill almost didn't make it here. Um, but so Andy bought it off of somebody. Uh just si sidebar i can still hear you where i'm going to i really okay. need to fucking piss i can still hear you but <laughs> tell your fucking story okay okay so <laughs> so so andy andy bought this treadmill you know she found it somewhere you know facebook marketplace or whatever somebody local was getting rid of it and um and we, we got a hold of uh her brother her brother-in-law to you know to bring his truck because it wasn't going to fit in my car or anything like that. We knew we either needed a, uh, you know, some sort of pickup truck or get a small U-Haul van. Regardless. Um, we went over there. Well, the thing was not like disassembled or anything like ready to go. So we had to like take the thing apart. Um, at first, like even just folding it up, it was not going to come out of the person's room that they had it in. And they're like, oh, I had it for so long. I don't even remember how they got it in. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ on a communion wafer. I'm going to lose my mind. And I almost did at a couple points that night. And then once we actually finally got it in to the basement, like we got it in, got it out of the person's house, got it into the truck, got it here home, got it into the basement. And then it was a matter of reassembling shit. And I'm like, why do we have an extra screw? What is going on here? What the fuck is happening? But we finally, all said and done, we got it taken care of. But I, I despised that thing for a, for a while. I still haven't actually used it myself. It was more so for, it was more so for Andy because I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I didn't need it because I'm, you know, I think, I think when we got it at that point, I was still working at fedex i'm like I, I do cardio every day i don't need a fucking treadmill i'm good well but, yeah uh, and when you're done with work your feet are fucking killing you the last no, thing you no. want to do is go for a no. fucking walk well no no uh honestly though no with fedex after a while like you callous up oh you callous oh up. yeah yeah no no my aunt like the when i when i first started that job um the first month or two my feet were rough and like to the point like because I started in November right before the peak season and everything like that uh, for Christmas that year. Andy had got me like a foot massager thing and I used it pretty religiously. I remember soon, thereafter, soon thereafter. Now I couldn't even tell you the last time I fucking used it and I feel terrible for that. But uh, so if you need a foot massager, I might be bringing one up to you. Um, Do, I'm not <laughs> even kidding for me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, I, I've gotten good at like when I'm on my feet, it's not one of those things where I'm like, fuck, you know, like when you first do it, like, like I spent 10 years sitting for my job, 
So when I was right, done right. with work, I was ready to go to the gym. I was ready to get up and move. Now, right. dude, uh, for two and a half, it's taken. It took me about a year to really be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm just standing for eight to ten hours, whatever. But when I'm done, my it's not even my knees and shit that hurt. My feet fucking kill me and i i finally bit the bullet and was like you know what i don't give a fuck if they yell at me i will show them my medical history i started wearing sneakers i was like i can't i can't wear dress shoes after my uh chelsea boots that i had uh literally the sole split on them um yeah that's how hard i go through shoes man um well yeah, if you if you uh, if you need a little foot bath that has a kind of like a massager thing or whatever, um, I mean it's it says it's a foot Dude. massager. It's it, it basically it's like a little foot jacuzzi, um, and then like it has a couple like hard plastic spots that have nubbies that you can like you know rub your feet on for your well, arches and stuff. My, again, my buddy down the hall, like it's 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 a really good uh, bandaging up of the issue. You know those uh, they're at Walmart. They're called Zentos, but they're like these weird, like r- blue rubbery uh, toe separator things. Um, like the ones that they use to like paint nails. Feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, yeah. those okay, motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm telling you, those motherfuckers. It's it's the damnedest thing. So he pointed out to me, he was like, dude, you need to get a pair of these. And I was like, are you serious? And he goes, I'm telling you, think about it this way. Your feet, when you're on your feet all day, your, Mm -hmm. your foot is basically making a fist all day. Like you're pushed, you're pushing down with your toes, like your toes, your mutt. And I went, well, yeah, but the thing that really hurts is like where my, the tendon to the front of my, my, uh, shin connects to my foot like the top of my foot fucking hurts he goes i know he said the top and the the bottom of your foot hurt he goes because you're making a fist all day and you're clenching your toes down he said if you take those and spread them out put them on for 15 20 minutes night and day i bought them i believe it i was like i was like let's try this let's see if it really works tell you what i put those on and he said just sit just relax and let let it do its thing well, I put them on and I was like, shit, I got to piss. I stood up and because they forced my foot into a spread, like it didn't make the pain completely go away, but man, it took up, it took a lot of the edge off and I went, whoa. Hmm. And so that's what I've been using. But I'll tell you what, especially after gigs, like on a Sunday after a gig, mm-hmm. that is when... I'm like, that's why Sunday has become literally my day of rest. I get home at three o'clock in the morning after throwing my fat ass around and loading and unloading gear. Like I, you know, I go to bed, I go to bed and I don't, I don't set an alarm. I just sleep. No, as you, as you should, man. I mean, like, seriously, that's that's why for like for me like with the with the fedex stuff like it wasn't it wasn't a matter of my like oh my you know my feet are my feet are tired and i don't want to you know do any more walkies or anything like that it was just that my mindset wasn't there it was like like there there were a couple times where i was i got home from work she's like oh hey do you want to go for a walk i'm like fuck no i've been walking all day why do i want to go for more walking i was right 
I was like, it's not it's not that I was like particularly tired. I was just like, no, I was like, I walked for work. I'm in the mindset of I'm home now. I'm not working. Therefore, I'm not walking. So <laughs> that was that was it was a completely, you know, just a just a mindset sort of thing. Now, now it's got to be now I got to get myself back into that mindset of. Do of making sure that I'm doing more physical stuff because now my job is not physically strenuous. I get to I get to walk to go pick up uh, RTA checks. That's about it. Um, yeah, but that yeah. that's why I'm <laughs> dude. That's why I'm 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 really crossing my fingers that I the position I applied for I get that that's another tale though. Maybe on another breaking yeah. kayfabe, we'll cover that one way or another. But um, but but that, but but that that was the one thing I wanted to say about gaming is that like it. And the thing is, my legs are sore as shit. It gave me... I don't do squats anymore at the gym because of my knees. Mm -hmm. And I do... Like, leg day is my favorite day. But I always had a hard time really getting a solid leg workout. Like, I... I I do that. I either I finding that sweet spot of going, I'm good sore is really hard for me. I either don't feel it and I go, fuck, I didn't do enough or I'm so sore that I want to kill myself. Like it, it's one of the two. This just from doing pistol whip and, and beat saber for two days, my legs, all of it, hams, everything is appropriately fucking sore. And I go, yes, this is good. Like I, and, and, and I, I never thought I'd be excited about cardio. I know somewhere ransom is thrilled. Like, because <laughs> I hate, like, we always had like the argument between the, 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 the heart beaties walkies and lifties strongies. We always had the, the, the kind of back and forth, but we always kind of, I think we both always kind of looked at each other and went, okay, we get it. We both get it. But now I actually get it. Like fucking Cardio can be good and fun. Um, the other video game question I had, because I know we're getting long in the tooth here. We're at an hour and 36 minutes already. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but like the well, other question. You know we'll, we'll tell people like, you know what? You're probably, you're not getting any uh, actual episodes of the Pittsburgh Power Driver podcast. Like no wrestle talks. So, you know, if this ends up being a two hour episode, eh, listen into half hour increments yeah. or hour increments. Yeah, You'll why not? Parcel it out. Parcel it, it out. out. Well, the You'll other the <laughs> other thing I wanted to I wanted to say about video games, and I don't know if we asked this question on another breaking kayfabe, but like I kind of want to ask it: What is a video game that is objectively not good, but you fucking love? Hmm. Like objectively, it's not good, but you love it. Objectively, not good. Oh man, I'd really have to think on that one because Tom's like all the games I love are five star AAA games. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. Go ahead and uh, I mean, if you have one in mind, give me give me yours because I I'm not gonna lie. Like I really have to think on that for myself because. Like if you're saying basically it's just like a like a guilty pleasure sort of game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, I like a think game that. that even a game that's a, like a meme at this point. You know what I mean? Oh god. Uh, 
I know uh, mine. Not, I know mine. Go, go ahead. Go, uh, give me yours. Give Dude, me yours. mine, and, and the thing is, it has a weird, and people might look at me and go, oh, that game was fucking awesome, but, like, let's be honest here. Um, uh, the game, it was, I played it on the Genesis, and I think it was, it might have been on the Super Nintendo, but it's called Cool Spot. Do you oh, know Cool that, Spot? Yeah, the game where you were like the the spot from Seven Up. Fuck yeah! Like yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's dude, that game to me, I I found a uh, very real actual cartridge on a Genesis, uh, and certainly not a ROM of that game, um, and yeah. um, and played <laughs> I'm sorry. it. I'm sorry, certainly not a ROM. Um, and I. <laughs> And I played it and I was just like immediately taken back to like, I am fucking nine years old. Everything's cool. I'm sitting on my living room floor with a CRT on a fucking, um, uh, um, what are, what are those? Like you, you kept like bl a cedar chest. It's sitting on a oh, cedar yeah, chest. Yeah. I have my Genesis there and I am literally sitting in the middle of a walkway and my parents have blessed their heart, have to step over a cable because that's the, that's where we had the Genesis and I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I I'm taken back to that and I'm thinking very vividly. And like, I, I can like, you know, it's like, I can smell the smells I can play and I'm just happy. And the game is so stupid and so goofy and mm. such a cash grab, but man, I love that fucking game. I love that game. And it's, it's objectively not a good game, but I love it. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm now I'm literally, I'm sitting here looking through a list of like my uh nes games that i have that are definitely not roms definitely not not um, at all i not I, at all on my folder i actually and this is how fucking nerdy i am i have i have a uh i have a folder on my computer that says space knights uh because of rom the space knight the okay. uh the fucking uh I, I think DC superhero, maybe Marvel. I think it's DC, but I call them space Knights because of Rom, the space Knight. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I'm, I I'm looking through my, uh, some of my Nintendo games that I have. And I'm, and I'm sure if I look through my Genesis and super Nintendo ones, I could find a couple there too. I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a couple. Um, because yeah some of some of them are really now that i'm really thinking about it i was gonna say adventures of lolo but it's actually not a terrible game it's a good puzzle game it's one of those ones like it's the graphics are i mean it's nintendo so the graphics aren't impressive to begin with let's right. be real no they're uh, not. unless uh, unless you're unless you're mega man then it's then those graphics are kind of impressive for Nintendo's sake. Uh, however, I, I was going to say Adventures of Lolo because I really do love that game and that and that series. Um, but they're not terrible. I think it's just more so people probably think those games are terrible because they can't figure them out. Um, and they're meant to be, you know, challenging puzzle games. So 
So I was like, no, not that. Then I looked, and then there's, <clears throat> and I hope this comes through in the way that I intended to whenever I say it on the recording here. Blades of Steel. What? <laughs> is that one of those things where it's like, what's the, what's the thing that got, like, Ghostbusters! It's it's that it sounds like the fucking voice of like an old used car commercial from your fucking local neighborhood. Hi, welcome to Blades of Steel. Like Blades of uh, Steel. Yeah, that game. I mean, it's it's objectively not that good, but it's so fun. Um, here's here's another one. <laughs> Actually, here's another two. Bubble Bobble. Oh fuck you! Bubble Bobble's amazing. When you objectively sit back and look at it, it is not that impressive of a game. However, I enjoy the fuck out of it. It's a cult, <laughs> dude. Dude, that we should figure out a way that we can co-stream and play Bubble Bobble together. Oh, I, I have a way we can do that. We'll have to talk about it. Oh off, yeah, off we'll, yeah, we'll, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll make that work. That'll be fun we're, as fuck. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk some stream we're gonna talk some streaming specifics once the once this episode's over. I I've got I've got some ideas. Um, Burger Time, <laughs> definitely not a great game. It's hard. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. It's like the same six levels. They just keep repeating, and the fucking enemies just get faster, and it's harder to avoid them. Um. I, I, I listen you you cut out there my computer like had a stroke for a second oh no yeah it's okay everything's fine it's still running everything's good okay. okay it wouldn't be it wouldn't be any kind of episode of the p3 podcast without some kind of poots computer fucked up yeah not because um, not because it's fucking 11 years old at this point but, but yeah anyway but, go on uh, yeah burger time burger time is uh is another one that's objectively not a great game that game's fucking hard as dicks yeah exactly yeah I, I, i'll give you a game i'm not saying this is a guilty pleasure game i'm saying this is a game that's also hard as dicks marble madness dude that fucking game i love Fuck. watching speed runs of that game because it oh that game God, i a, think i think what's the fa- let, let me look it up what's the i don't even know it's the, it's it's probably redonkulous though i i watched yeah i watched ahead. the um so, uh, so I think it was last year or so we went to go see uh, Bit Brigade perform, and because uh, they were down at the the craft house down here in Pittsburgh, and um, and before they warmed up and did their they did Ducktales and nice. uh, Mega Man Two. Before they did that, the guy was like warming up. He was he was just playing some. He was playing Marble Madness beforehand. I was like, "Fuck this game! Every bit of Dude. this game." The fastest time, uh, the the top right now is Yelzerak, Yells Yelzrek, okay, with two minutes thirty eight two minutes thirty eight seconds and nine hundred thirty three milliseconds. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that the that like, and the thing is, when you're a kid and you're fucking playing that game, it's like that game was impossible. Dude, when you were fuck a kid. being fuck when you're a kid. Fuck, as an adult, a game's still fucking ridiculous. I I don't know if I've, I still don't know as an adult if I've ever actually beaten that game or not. And it's only I think it's only like six or seven levels. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not that long of a game. It's just it's ridiculous. 
the ba the bad part of it is the that is a game where the controls are fucking killer like because that's a game with the control scheme would have been set for something more like something with an analog stick you know what i mean like right. it, it it was not it should not have been a nintendo game it was, but it is it was meant to be a video it was meant to be an arcade game as as a lot of um um as a lot of early games were they were yeah. meant to they were meant to like like the what what was it the games that were like like obstinately fucking difficult like uh yeah. the, the 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 teenage mutant ninja turtles for the nes Oh, the like the OG, not not the arcade game, like the Turtles one. Yeah, the OG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, um, you you had mentioned um, Cool Spot. I do have that game. <laughs> I have it. I can't say that I'm playing it, but I I have it. <laughs> you fucking should, man. Cool Spot's the shit. Like, Cool Spot's the fucking cool spots the fucking shit it it's just like everything about it. the music is fucking dynamite the controls are good um but it's it's such a fucking stupid cash grab you know what i mean Ooh, ooh, i got i got a good game for you for for your SNES at that snes if you uh if you have one and uh want to go acquire the game yes uh, uh pocky and rocky I heard I've heard of Pocky and Rocky. It's fun. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a top down um scrolling like I I I, I don't I, it's kind of like a, a a top down shooter but you're not like a gunship shooting anything like you're the characters but like it's just I'll I'll have to Does I'll it have, have that Smash TV vibe? Yes. But with like, but with like a kid, but with like this, this kid or the other character is like you're this raccoon, right? Uh, yeah, it's but yeah, it's kind of got that like it's kind of almost got a Smash TV vibe, but not nearly as chaotic in that sense, right? Like it's it's fun though, get but it can be it can be difficult and a little overwhelming, like, um. Yeah, it's it's worth a play if you get a chance to to play that. Oh God, I just found one that's uh, if I I kind of I kind of wish Ransom was here on the episode now because I know he'd appreciate this because him and I played this one a lot back in the day. Saturday Night Slam Masters. Is that a wrestling game? It sure as fuck is. <laughs> is that the one that has Starman? No, it's the one that has um scorpio and like el ray or whatever like it, there's like not that many characters there's like maybe like eight characters or whatever you could choose from or whatever they all kind of have like one or two like they have like a couple of moves that they do like special moves that they can do or whatever yeah um yeah it, it's objectively looking back on it because i think i have played it as an adult i'm like man this game is not that good but the nostalgia factor god i remember playing that so many times uh along with our our good buddy ransom back in the day um 
because there were there were a couple games like that him and i like there was the there was those handful of two-player games like i can't remember which one of us had killer instinct i think i had killer instinct and i would bring it over for him to play like we you know obviously we play against each other and it's like all right i want to do the one i want to do the yeah i want to try it as one player or whatever um or it would be like him playing like you know legend of zelda link to the past whatever and you know he'd play uh and then you know i'd watch for a little bit and then it was you know then he's like all right what do you want to play and i'd pop in like super metroid and he watched me play that or something or vice versa like whatever the case may be but uh yeah that uh, saturday night slam masters was one like for back in the day um what the fuck was the other? oh we uh the the wwf uh the arcade game oh the one where like whenever you body slammed yokozuna like chickens fell out of him something crazy or like yeah like you had the the razor ramon like you had the combos and stuff and he's like nobody messes with the bad guy yeah and he like did like basically like a alabama slam but he you looked like a fucking rag doll when he was slamming you off the map yeah like, dude we yeah. that, they had that cabinet at our local ymca back in the day and when i would go for swim team mm-hmm. uh when i was younger I would like ask my parents, can we leave like 20 minutes early so I can play a little bit like <laughs> and then, and my mom, she would go and she would get like two dollars worth of quarters and give yep. them to me and go, OK, like and we would get there and I'd be playing and because I would get better at it, like I'd still be playing. I wouldn't lose. And she'd be like, hey, it's time to go downstairs. But I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And there were there were a couple times when I was younger, like when I was young where she was like, listen, you're going to be late. Get down there. You got to shower and get into the thing. And I would be so pissed that I had to go and go on swim team. And like, cause I just wanted to keep gaming. Um, like, yeah, man, like that, that, that's the thing though. It's like, I think it, I think it speaks to the idea that a game doesn't have to be. Oh, oh like what? Sorry. Oh boy. I, I found, I found a really I found two good ones for Sega that, Again, objectively not that great when you look at other sports games like, you know, Madden or whatever that had come out. But I remember these being so fun and it's so much more fun when you have somebody else to play against. Mutant League football and Mutant League hockey. Oh, Mutant League hockey, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Mutant League hockey was so fun. Mutant League football was good, but I have fonder memories of Mutant League football or yeah. Mutant League uh, hockey, rather. Like, yeah, that yeah. shit was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. So, oh, dude, NFL Blitz. You know, I never played the Blitz games. Oh, my God, Tom. NFL, dude, you got to play NFL Blitz. It's so fun. I'll try. I mean, I'll try to. I'll try to look at I'm looking I'm looking at uh, just again looking through my the list of games mmm like some of the like some of them I'm not sure why I have them uh, probably uh, here's, was, go ahead here's a here's a here's a good one for Sega <laughs> Sonic spinball dude Sonic spinball was one of those games when you were a kid you were like this sucks but then when you get older you get it well I mean it's I mean, as a, it's kind of almost the the reverse for me. I mean, but but it's it's like I didn't terribly hate it one way or the other. It was just like 
okay, it's a pinball game. But, um, yeah, it's... Oh, man, it, I don't know. It's not great. Like the, it's, the, Yeah, it's not great, but... Its, it's biggest flaw was the fact that it inherently throttled itself. Like, its frame rate was ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. it was... If that game actually was as fast as it theoretically should be, it, like, it would have been unplayable. But the, the like, frame rate droppage was so frustrating because you had to, like, learn how to work around frame drop, like, the, the like, frame rate drop so that, like, when you input, it would, like, a couple seconds later, it would actually actuate the, like, bumper. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong because it's been a long fucking time since I played that game. But I remember the the soundtrack for that game's a banger, as I recall. Too bad the 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 one I'm trying to remember which which level it is. The first and second levels are both pretty good. I don't. I mean, and there was only there was only um trying to remember. I can't remember if there was four or five levels. Again, it's like it's not that long of a game when you really think about it. But the later levels definitely get like instead of like in the first two levels, like you have to get three chaos emeralds before you go to the boss. And then like in the other ones, you have to get like five or whatever it's. And then there's all the you get the the bonus, uh, the bonus actual like pinball games that look like a you know, like a top down, like actual pinball style game in between or whatever. Yeah. Uh, your bonus levels. I, I, I was just thinking about it now. I have I have one other game. That. I don't think is an objectively bad game at all. If anything, it's one like I, I don't even call it a guilty pleasure game, but it's one that I know that I'm in the minority of that. I actually like it. And I know so many other people that shit on it because of the rest of the series set beside it. Metroid Other M for the Wii. Yeah, I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoy that game. I really do it. I, I, I've heard people say in retro in retrospect, that game catches too much flack. Like it, 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 I, I think it's because it was such a depart. Wasn't it now? Uh, admittedly, the, the like Metroid was never my thing. It never right. was. I, I've played a little bit of Metroid Dread. A buddy of mine loaned it to me, and and I got into it and was like, okay, okay, I get this. This is cool. And then. I just got busy and I didn't have time to commit to it. Right. Right. So it's one of those things. Now, if I picked it back up the like three hours, four hours I spent on it, I'm going to have to just start over. And at that point I go, do I really want to? And I know the game's worth it. It's just, do I want to commit my time to like, okay, I have to, it's one of those games you have to consistently play. You know what I mean? To like be able to like, to not feel lost yeah or to like get used to the controls because to me the controls they were intuitive but the learning curve from the get-go to me was a little steep okay um that and again maybe that's just me but but digressing to other m i never really played it but i remember when it came out it was like it came out to a very mediocre meh 
and then it was shit on for a while, and now I feel like people are kind of giving it its due in retrospect. Would you agree I, with that, being a Metroid I, guy? I don't know because I haven't I haven't heard people giving it its due, so I still assume it's the like the black sheep of the of the Metroid family. Well, just because it's um, the black sheep doesn't mean it's you know it's bad. Well, oh no, and that's what I'm saying. I a, a lot of people shat on it because of its uh, because of its storyline. They're like, oh, Samus was like too whiny or this and that, or it was just a like I don't know that they they weren't impressed with the with the premise of it or the, the the boss or whatever or something it was just like there was something that people were always bitching about with it i thought it was neat i thought the controls were decent um i mean it was obviously it was a precursor to the metroid prime games and stuff like that like it's i i think it was because like with the wii like it bolstered about being able to do stuff in first person, but it was very limited what you could do in first person. Um, but I thought it was neat the the ability to kind of switch from this, and and I I don't know what you call it. Like I don't know if it's still a three D environment or whatever, but like it it's kind of like a two D style, but it's definitely like you can go in three D or whatever like as far as a 3d and third person so i guess, I guess yeah i don't know it, it's i thought it was neat i i thought it was neat at times where you had to switch back and forth from the like outside like third person 3d perspective to the first person perspective to like find certain secrets and things like that or whatever the storyline was a little meh um but it's but it's a good i don't know it's it's a good game in between bridging the events between like um well it basically it bridges the events between uh super metroid and metroid fusion ah timeline timeline wise so um so yeah i mean it's you know it, it may it went if you if you played if you sat down and watched somebody play Super Metroid and then you watched them play Metroid Other M and then you watched them play Metroid Fusion, like it makes sense why it's there. Um, I don't know. I like it. Uh, and it, but it's again, it's one. It's the same way. Like in in the vein of Legend of Zelda, I think uh, Skyward Sword kind of got shat shat on for a while or whatever, which I don't really understand why either. But again, you know. It that's, is what it is. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, and you, you, we, we like pontificating upon these games. We could, we could do this forever because, like, you can, you could have the arguments that, like, some games that are that are panned are entertaining or fun or, you know, they deserve to be given a second look or whatever. I mean. And and the, and then there are some games that like uh, and and this is a whole different conversation. There are a lot of games where personally I think they're not that great, but everybody fucking loves them. And like, <laughs> and no, yep. and that's the thing is you say that to any gamer, and immediately the 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 conversation becomes the 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 British Parliament where you can like fight, like you can actually have fist fights and shit. Like I. I like 
I don't know. Like that's I feel like that's a topic that would piss a lot of people off, but we are we are at two hours, my dude. We're getting a little long in the tooth, so I think we should call the, we we should call this one and then have uh, talkies about stream logistics. Yeah, I yeah, think that would be that. a good idea. But I I, good I I hope you guys had a good time with this breaking kayfabe with uh with the 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 duo of wealth and asset. Um, we uh, you know, we like that 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 uh, like, and I understand like you know you could look at this episode and go ah. Yeah, banking and video games. Way like, but that's kind of it's kind of what it is, man. Life, life, banking and video games. That's pretty much. I don't know about I don't know about you, Tom, but that's pretty much it for me, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Uh, life, life banking, is guitars the, for the, me. Life, yeah. banking in the pursuit of happiness uh, <laughs> and, and, and and becoming the the envy of my uh, my neighborhood with with my new metal roof. You know, oh, fucking. Look- fucking fucking dad brags <laughs> oh yeah your dad brags so you're gonna stand out there in your in your fucking like just too short above the knee jean shorts but still not short shorts like they're just shorts wearing your white new balances and like a like a like a like a salmon colored polo shirt but like a salmon shirt that's been through the wash too many times so it's like a really super light pink like almost borderlining on white but it has that little alligator on it too and you're standing there with a cup of coffee that says number one dad and then everyone else stands by and he goes wow tom good looking roof yeah not too bad i mean you know yours could look this good jim i'm sure it did about 10 years ago but you know, this is the new model. And then just subtly throwing that in there and like, you know. <laughs> Fucking throwing out kind of, dad shade there. Yeah, just oh, dad God. shade. Just absolute dad shade. But, um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. We're going to be back next week with a better, uh, not better, Jesus. What the fuck is wrong with me? With uh, with an episode, a full episode of the P3 podcast. But I hope you enjoyed this breaking kayfabe. In the interim, why don't you go check out uh, some of the older episodes? And I promise I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, the episodes backlogged at least a little bit and try and get more consistent with the anchor. I just am being a lazy fucking shiftless layabout. Um, and I'm going to get that on our YouTube. I'm got, yeah. You can go watch all the episodes on our YouTube. Um, uh, you can go to youtube.com search on Pittsburgh pile driver podcast. Um, uh, P3 podcast. If you type that into YouTube, oh, yeah. there's another P3 podcast out there that's branded P3 podcast. And shame on you. But we're Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast. Make sure you do that. Go check out Tom's streams. That's Casual Gaming Dad on Facebook, Twitch, or uh, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch, it's Casual Gaming Dad 84. While you're over there, uh, check out Poot the Bard. Uh, on YouTube. I haven't done anything with my YouTube in a long fucking time. Uh, but my Twitch, I'm going to try and at least one stream a week just to, just to kind of keep things going a little bit. Um, uh, make sure you check out Frig Off Ransom on YouTube as well. Check out Beef the Legend 13 streaming on Twitch. Hopefully he streams a little bit more as well. And, uh, make sure you check out GouldGaming.com and look for Casual Gaming Dad. A lot of really cool merch from there. Support, uh, Tom and you can support the podcast as well. Get your very own Pittsburgh Piledriver podcast t-shirt over on Tom's store. Uh, yeah, for wealth and asset. Make your fucking deposits. I don't know. We There's some kind of fucking thing there. Something about money, deposits, interest rates. I don't know. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Oh, I've got a deposit for you. All right. Tom, please. <laughs>